If you feel like you've tried everything and nothing seems to be working to improve your polycystic ovarian syndrome, then I encourage you to listen to this episode because I'm going to outline the root causes of PCOS and how to finally narrow in on what your body needs to make progress and to reverse your PCOS symptoms. You're listening to the PCOS Repair Podcast, where we explore the ins and outs of PCOS and how to repair the imbalances in your hormones naturally with a little medical help sprinkled in. Hi, I'm Ashleen Korchek, and with many years of medical and personal experience with polycystic ovarian syndrome, it is my joy to watch women reverse their PCOS as they learn to nourish their body in a whole new way. With the power of our beliefs, our mindset, and our environment, and the understanding of our genetics, we can heal at the root cause. The symptoms of PCOS are only the tip of the iceberg, the part that we see and experience, but they arise from various root causes found in your metabolic and endocrine hormones. You might've heard of different PCOS types, but I find that root causes are not only a more accurate way of describing this, but also a more useful way in determining the best way to manage your PCOS. Your primary root cause can fluctuate over time between one or another, or perhaps all four, but there is usually one clear leading cause. And when we address that one head on, the others become a lot more manageable because the reality is we can't change everything about our lifestyle patterns, such as how we eat or exercise routine or lack thereof the stressors that we encounter daily and the toxins that we come in contact with to name a few of our environmental categories all at once. It would be too much to change all of that in a week or even a month. So what if you could determine which one or two little changes would have the greatest impact on improving your PCOS, allowing you to lose weight easier, to boost your fertility and have regular problem-free periods? That would be pretty valuable, wouldn't it? When you know the primary root cause of your PCOS, you can laser focus your attention and efforts and more quickly and easily address what's causing the problem. While this doesn't cure PCOS, this is how we can naturally reverse our PCOS symptoms, even to the point of them disappearing. So let's quickly recap what PCOS is. It's a syndrome, not a black and white diagnosis. And the reason is because our genetics create a sensitivity that alters and makes some struggles in our metabolic and endocrine hormones. And this is where we discover and address our PCOS root cause, because while we aren't hundred percent sure what causes PCOS, we have found several categories of genes that appear to be affected in women with PCOS. These genes involve things like regulation of insulin, our inflammation, our weight, androgens, and our metabolic and hormone functions. This variability amongst genes is what creates the variability in both symptoms and why these symptoms occur, AKA your root cause. It is unique and specific to you. And we really can't take a cookie cutter approach to managing PCOS. So the PCOS root causes really fall under four main categories. These include the insulin effect, inflammation, hormone and nutrient disturbances, and a stress response. So let's go through each one of these in a little bit more detail. First, the insulin effect. This is the most common initial root cause seen in women with PCOS. And before you discount this, because your doctor said 
that your tests for your blood sugar, glucose, or hemoglobin A1C were fine and said that you didn't have insulin resistance, or because you feel one of the other root causes that I just listed is your issue based on other articles that you've read. So please keep an open mind during this episode and take a moment to take my PCOS root cause quiz. I'll drop the link in the show notes below. And it's called what's causing these PCOS symptoms, root cause quiz. And again, keep an open mind as you learn more about your symptoms and what's causing them. You see the insulin effect can be a problem way before it shows up on blood tests. Insulin is a normal and needed hormone in your body. It helps the food that you eat, reach your brain, your muscles, and other systems by allowing the glucose, your blood sugar to enter your cells and provide them with energy. But insulin also tells your body to not burn fat. Too much insulin leads to energy crashes after eating. And the more insulin circulating your body throughout the day, the more it stimulates the increase of testosterone and other androgens. This increase in androgens leads to unwanted hair, skin issues, hair loss, and problems ovulating. Insulin is released in the amount that your body perceives is needed to handle the amount of sugar that you just fed it. And it has nothing to do with whether or not you are already insulin resistance. This is a normal function in our bodies. And remember all food, except for fats breaks down into sugar, some quicker than others with a larger impact. This is why it is so important to prove the insulin effect. If that is one of your primary root causes, then we have hormone and nutritional disturbances. This is a situation of chaos in the body. You could almost vision it like ADD in the body. Your body is trying to function, but it is getting pulled in so many different directions without being effective without the tools and resources it needs to complete the tasks, such as a normal ovulatory cycle. There are really two subcategories of this root cause. You can either have hormone and nutritional disturbances as your primary root cause, or you could have either one of these individually. First, let's talk about just the hormone disruption. The most common cause of this situation is hormonal birth control. When we take hormonal birth control, we are forcing our body into a state that basically mimics pregnancy so that we don't become pregnant. Well, on the surface, you might appear to have a quote regular cycle. This is only an illusion because the birth control effectively has taken over your body's hormone function. Well, your natural hormone function has taken a back seat or shut down altogether. It is important to know that hormonal contraceptives are only working on your surface of the PCOS symptoms, and they are not working on the root cause. Therefore, even if the birth control is assisting in your symptom management of PCOS, it is not caring for your PCOS as a whole, which may likely be getting worse. Okay. So how does all of this relate back to PCOS root causes? When women with PCOS stop using hormonal contraceptives, their body may not start up its natural hormone cycle adequately leading to hormone imbalances and cycle chaos. This is not uncommon in all women, which is why your doctors say that it may take three to six months before you have a normal regular period again. But many women with PCOS are sensitive to these androgens and are already struggling with a hormone imbalance, which may be why they were recommended to take birth control in the first place. Unfortunately, this hormone imbalance doesn't usually correct itself. And after months of frustration with periods or lack thereof in searching for signs of ovulation, these women end up being referred to an infertility specialist for assistance conceiving. This means more hormones and further hormonal stress and chaos for the body. 
In an upcoming episode, we will discuss medicine and PCOS and how to work modern treatment into your plan. So stay tuned for that one as you will not want to miss that episode because there's definitely a place for infertility treatments and medical help when it comes to PCOS, but it's important to understand when to add it into your treatment plan and the effects that it's going to have as you try to naturally balance your hormones and heal your PCOS. All right. So let's talk about nutritional disturbances. Remember our topic today is hormones and nutritional disturbances. So this is the second subcategory of this root cause. I have seen this root cause pop up with extensive use of nutritionally void diets and diet food consumption. Our society has equated too many calories as the reason for weight gain and cutting calories as the solution for losing weight. But it's really not that simple when dealing with a hormone disorder. This has led to diet foods with ingredients that I call fake food as a way of reducing the number of calories or fat in processed food. So this appears to be a better choice if you want to lose weight, right? I don't want to get to the weeds on this one, but the end result is a larger consumption of processed carbohydrates and inflammatory foods and basically empty calories that leave our body completely lacking all the nutrients that it desperately needs to function properly. Overall, this nutritional disturbance leads to a great deal of stress and inflammation in our body, ultimately worsening our PCOS symptoms. All right. So our third root cause is inflammation. While inflammation can be an additional problem with other root causes, such as the insulin effect and stress responses, meaning those root causes in themselves can create more inflammation in our bodies as a secondary problem inflammation can actually be a primary root cause. And we're going to split this into two subcategories. Again, the first one is that you have an underlying inflammatory disorder. This could be something like a digestive disorder, like Crohn's or IBS. This could be an autoimmune disorder and so on and so on. There's skin disorders, things where, you know, you have an inflammatory disorder, all the root causes can increase inflammation in the body. But what we are talking about right here is inflammation that is unrelated to PCOS that can also lead to the worsening of PCOS. So you can see it's kind of this cycle where what came first, the chicken or the egg. But in this case, the inflammation came first. PCOS was a secondary sensitivity that you had. And the inflammation in a different condition is also impacting and worsening your PCOS. The second subcategory of inflammation is that you have inflammation causing substances or inflammatory type lifestyle. So this is where you are in introducing further types of inflammation and those are driving your PCOS symptoms to get worse. This can include things like ingesting things that throw off our microbiome. So all of the artificial sugars and sweeteners out there, even hormonal birth control can throw off our microbiome. So our gut bacteria is really needed for healthy nutrition, absorption, and function. Just having excess fat, especially around the tummy section can increase our inflammatory state and worsen our PCOS. Now, again, this creates a little bit of a vicious cycle because PCOS also increases tummy fat, especially if you have something like insulin resistance and so forth. So this is where, when you take a PCOS assessment, I always start with women really looking at what is the primary root cause we start there because the other issues naturally start to dissolve and disappear as we get down to the root issue. But you can see there's kind of things that play off each other and we have to get down to where is the place that we need to start and just laser focus there. And it makes our efforts so much easier. Another way without knowing increasing our inflammation by our lifestyle or substances 
is that we could have allergens or sensitivities to our foods, to products or things that we're coming in contact with in our environment, even seasonal allergies, that's going to increase our inflammation. And although it's not directly related to PCOS, if we address these causes of inflammation in our day-to-day life, it can reduce the triggering of our PCOS symptoms and help to calm them down instead of worsening them. So that, I mean, that begs the question, what is the problem with excess inflammation and, and why is that an issue with PCOS? So inflammation actually directly stimulates excess ovarian androgen production. And those excess androgens are responsible for a lot of symptoms that we see with PCOS. So this begs the question, so why is inflammation really even a problem for PCOS? And it's important to just realize that it directly stimulates the excess ovarian androgen production. And I mean, there's many other reasons why it's a problem, but that's a big one because those androgens are responsible for so many of the symptoms of PCOS that we are trying to manage and lessen. And when we have inflammation, even inflammation completely unrelated to our PCOS in our bodies, it's fighting against us. And so we want to get that calmed down. And that brings us to our fourth root cause of PCOS. And I like to call this environmental stressors because really any form of stress or perceived stress by your body, anything that your body thinks is stressful is going to, is really going to fight against us in trying to manage our PCOS and reverse our symptoms. So I'll admit this fourth root cause is a bit nebulous and it's why a lot of women kind of skip over it. It feels complicated and difficult to determine what's going on here, but I have seen so many women manage their insulin, decrease their inflammation and still struggle with PCOS symptoms. And this root cause right here is often the culprit. So even if you don't feel like this root cause is necessarily yours, don't tune this one out, come back to me and listen closely because this one has a huge impact on our peace of mind, on just our mindset, even as we go about reversing our PCOS, even if your focus is one of the other primary root causes. All right. So environmental stressors include pretty much anything that enters like this bubble that we live in. And what I mean by bubble is every part of the world that we encounter. So this includes so, so much, and we're going to get into this in a little bit more in the next episode, but we can further break down these environmental stressors into whether they are a physical or an emotional stressor. The actual source of these stressors isn't necessarily good or bad, and they do not even necessarily need to be avoided, but we may need to relook at how we approach these quote stressors in our lives because they may be having a detrimental effect on our body. An example of a physical stressor can include exercise, nutrition, and sleep in the right quantities. These can be great, you know, getting positive amount of exercise, getting enough sleep and eating a proper amount of nutritious food. Your body is going to love that. But if all of a sudden we are over-exercising or not exercising at all, that stresses our bodies. Our bodies start to feel lethargic or they start to feel overused nutrition. Of course, there's so many ways that we can go wrong there. I don't have to explain that one and sleep too much or too little can actually have a negative impact on our energy, which can then have a ripple effect on how we show up in our life. You probably can already think of a few emotional stressors in your life, because when we say the word stress, that's where our mind goes. But here are some examples, relationships, even good ones 
that add a ton of meaning to your life come with their ups and downs and require a fair amount of time and effort to sustain them. This is a big one. Your thoughts and your self-talk. Your body hears this and it can significantly change your energy, your attitude, and most importantly, your rate of success by how safe and secure your body feels. A need for perfection. This can create so much stress for us women. There is no such thing as perfection, but thinking there is or that we should be able to achieve it creates chronic anxiety and stress in our body and can have huge detriment to our health. So this root cause may not be the first one to tackle, or it might be the only one standing between you and finally getting your symptoms and health where you want them. And that takes us back to what's the first step. And that is to discover what is your current primary root cause to learn more about your root cause. I invite you to take the quiz. What's causing these PCOS symptoms. You can find it by going to PCOScause.com. And of course, I'm going to link it in the show notes below. So in closing, this is such powerful information to tap into. Your doctor may be less interested in your PCOS root cause. In fact, they may look at you funny if you even bring them up. Although so much research has pointed to lifestyle management being the number one treatment for PCOS, because it's not going to change the medical options that your doctor has or how they're going to approach your treatment. But once you know your PCOS root cause, you can make the needed adjustments to reverse your PCOS and live in a strong and healthy body. And that, my friend, is exactly what we're going to be discussing in the next episode. So if you haven't already, be sure to hit subscribe so that you are notified when the next episode becomes available, where we will be talking about the lifestyle changes that will help you reverse your PCOS. And until then, bye for now. Did you know that studies of PCOS epigenetics have shown that our environment can either worsen or completely reverse our PCOS symptoms? I believe that although PCOS makes us sensitive to our environment, it also makes us powerful. When we learn what our body needs and commit to providing those needs, not only do we gain back our health, but we grow in power just by showing up for ourselves. This is why I've created a guide for you to get started. My PCOS fertility meal guide can be found in the show notes below. I want to show you how to create an environment that promotes healing while still being able to live a life that you enjoy. This guide is completely free. So go get your copy now so that you can step into the vision that you have for your life and for your health.